0: Welcome to another edition of the Coast to Coast Footy Podcast. I am Jack Duffy and joining me as always uh, in the steamy car, especially today, JT, a bit, bit warm out here. Jai Thomas, yeah. welcome,
1: JT. Thanks, Duff. It's a, well, it's a huge time. We've got a little uh, grand final for the Slippery Gypsies to play in a short while.
0: That's correct, yep. Against our arch rivals, yep. the Stallions. The South Metro Stallions or whatever they're called, yep. yeah. the uh, I don't know if they're South Metro anymore. They might nah, just be the Stallions. Are, are. Are. Yeah,
1: That's what the official documentation says. Okay. Is. Three, uh, what, fifth grand final against them, I
0: think? Yeah, we played a few. I think think it's
1: our sixth grand final altogether, something like that. Five of them have been against them. Yeah, it could be. 3-1, unless it's only 2-1. I know they beat us in one.
0: Yeah, it could be 2-1. Anyway, big game regardless. Uh, Let's make it 3-1, hopefully. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, it looks like we could possibly be facing off any fantasy football grand final as well next week, so bit of tension between us tonight, JT, but uh, I'm sure we'll get through the pod unscathed and, uh, and uh, on to bigger and better things uh, next round when we when we face off. So, well, what have we missed? I guess, uh, you know, it's coming down to the last game of the round this week, round 17, second last round of the regular season. Gold Coast playing Collingwood at the moment. Uh, Collingwood obviously playing to cement themselves into finals. Just probably should start the pod by uh, apologizing quickly to all Adelaide supporters, Um I think when we did the pod last Monday, they'd beaten Hawthorne, and I said they wouldn't win another game for the year. They've gone on and beaten GWS, and then they've beaten Carlton in the last in, within the last week. So it's been uh, a fruitful September for the Crows. And, uh, yeah, some good signs. I, they, they could potentially, with a win over Richmond this week, jump ahead of North Melbourne, which would be absolutely unbelievable, but also probably fitting, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I mean... What do you want as a Crows fan? I guess you probably don't want to win the spoon. Uh, that's you know the fact is, you, you know, your first round getting pick one isn't the greatest. You know, like pick two is fine. Yeah. So take take finish finishing 17. And to get it?
0: some revenge on the team that annihilated you in that grand final, you know all <laughs> the all the imagery of the song playing at the camp and all this kind of stuff that would cleanse them.
1: Oh, yeah, they would be, do it, though, It would they, be really?
0: sweet revenge, oh, and it, it, would give, it would give the Eagles a chance to yeah. sneak into the top four, JT, of course. Oh, I'll be so.
1: big Cr- Crows fans this week, but they, they surely might like playing Carlton in a meaningless game. Um, uh, I'm
0: a fair bit different. I believe
1: in them. Oh, yeah. I'll back them
0: this week, just give them a 38-point start or something. It'll no, go, probably not. Craig Scholl running around. <laughs> It's good that kid. Yeah, he was good. He was good. The Crows. Ben Berger had, a, new, with a, had lot. a good year. Schellenberger's had a had a good couple of weeks. Obviously, the Crouch brothers, Rory yeah. Laird, uh, just excellent. Um, Bryce Gibbs. Bryce Gibbs stepped back in <laughs> twenty seven disposals. Uh, he'll probably get picked again this week. No, yeah. he won't. Um, but yeah, good signs for the good signs for the Crows. Um, they probably lose this week and go in with the number one pick next year, and hopefully they can reload. And it's just nice, nice for maybe Nick to uh, to get three wins on the board this season, and yeah. you know finish tied with North Melbourne. We were worried. Champions. we were
1: worried they go zero and seventeen. We were very yeah. worried,
0: and then yeah, have done
1: well.
0: They've been hard to stop uh, ever since they got over the line against Hawthorne. Uh, the Eagles JT they played on Thursday night, first game of the round, just kind of scraped over the line against the Saints. Give themselves a right. slim opportunity to still finish in the top 4 but confirmation today they will get a home final if they finish 5th or 6th which ultimately <sighs> you know it's probably a nice a nice thing to have uh, rather than play you know yeah. at the Gabba or somewhere but uh, I still think obviously finishing outside the top 4 uh, that's probably oh, grand final chance yeah. over, oh, it makes no so. difference
1: you can't win the can't win when you can't win in uh, Queensland exactly. at night so no, I mean the reality is uh, those games you know, like the Bulldogs game Gold coast game earlier in the year those are the ones that always make the difference between finishing and say the top two or not uh this year particularly in a 17 game season so yeah they'll rue some missed opportunities as all clubs do um but uh you know you'd think they'd take care of north Melbourne pretty comfortably this week as well uh the saints are all right it's good to see uh tim kelly rack them up um you know he's just so influential getting the ball out of the middle and hitting targets so it's a pretty amazing thing to um to have him in there knowing noting that, you know, Shui and Yo out to uh, pretty pretty big pretty big set
0: of losses. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, Gaff, oh, Gaff was excellent, Tim Kelly was excellent, Shepard was was really good as well in Darling Hayes moments. Mm-hmm. and it's a good win for West Coast. JT just looking at the ladder, I assume Collingwood win tonight, they'll they'll cement their spot in the eight. You would think that if the Bulldogs can beat Fremantle, the top eight is probably probably set. Um, St Kilda's percentage uh, f- about, They're about 5% Clear of Melbourne um, So technically I guess if Gold Coast Beat, beat the Saints the Gold Coast Greater Western Sydney beat the Saints And Melbourne beat Essen comprehensively Could be a slight change there But if you're a Bulldogs fan How are you feeling going into a, a final round matchup Against a pretty informed Dockers side I think it's in Cairns um, yeah, it's interesting, are you, are you,
1: interesting point You're still backing yourself every day of the week To take care of the Dockers
0: it's set up beautifully. It's the, it's the last game on Sunday. Yeah. So all the other results will have played Saturday out. There'll night. be another side in the eight and the Bulldogs will have to win to get in. I think it's going to be a fascinating uh, Sunday afternoon game of football. So
1: Yeah. I mean, some of us will have two-day hangovers to wear off. That's but, true. But, uh, you know, it'll be good to watch that one come home. And and I really think, um, you know, the Bullies w- won't have any qualms, you know, whether the Dockers are in form or not. They'll be backing themselves to get the job done with a minimum of fuss. And, uh, you know, despite some good signs from Fremantle, Jesse Hogan's been up and about. Um, Yeah, I like the odds from the Bullies' finals perspective.
0: Yeah, I think the the season's been a real strange one, obviously. I mean, we've talked about that a lot. And the condensed fixture was always going to give us, you know, a relatively close ladder. But Mm -hmm. I do think the way that the AFL have done their final round fixtures has been a really. one of their one of their strong points, I think the St. Kilda um, GWS game on Friday night is is a good fixture. Um, St. Kilda, like I said, probably in, but the Giants still semi-hold some destiny in their own hands. If they can absolutely thump the Saints, then we might see a pretty attacking game of football. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure it's going to happen. The Giants have barely kicked more than eight goals in a game for the whole year, but you think they're just going to have to go all out and get yeah. it. Now, you obviously hoping Stephen Canelio is named again this yeah, week. Did it. you? I mean, from a purely fantasy football aside, from a purely a football analysis point of view, what, what did you think of, of them omitting him? Did you have, did, like, if you were a GWS fan, not that they have any, would you be upset with that or does it, does it matter?
1: I'd be absolutely ropeable. Like, the reality is, unless he's done something behind closed doors, said some words to some people, like, he was their third leading disposal winner the week before. Wouldn't have, I can't see any, you know, evidence that he did, you know, perform particularly poorly in that one. He's the captain. He's he's young. You know, he's he's in his prime. I'm not giving him an excuse to hand in a trade at the end of the year. That's for sure. I mean, I just you just don't drop him. Like he's a match winner. Um, it's, yeah, I mean, it just makes no sense to me at all. It's and just- they lose by a goal. So give me a break.
0: It's just a strange one. Like, obviously, there were some rumors around them dropping him earlier in the year. Um, You know, Jeremy Cameron uh, was playing. Who else was playing for DWS, like, on whatever night it was that, you know, arguably should have been dropped ahead of – did Jeremy Finlayson play? I mean,
1: that guy – Dropping plenty of guys before uh, I'm
0: dropping uh, Cornelio. Like, Cameron has barely fired a shot this year. I – Jeremy Finlayson. Okay, like how he continues to so the game. So Sam
1: Reed's playing. Yeah. So Sam Reed's in the side. What? What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know who this bloke is, Connor Iden. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who he is either. He, he like, what? What is the benefit of dropping Cornelio for someone like that in a what's effectively a must-win game?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I th- even like bringing in a guy. Adam like Kennedy's Jack playing. Jack Buckley. He was actually okay I'm, to be honest, but yeah. how you could anyway? I don't understand. Like you pick your best side. And that, and that's the thing, right? Like, if if it's a strange time of year to send a message, feel like if you want to send a message, you send it.
1: If they win that game. In they're the in the eight. Yep. And their destiny's in their own hands. Now they've got to rely on things that probably won't play out.
0: So my that's question, disgrace, my really. question to you, obviously, supposedly Leon Cameron. do make
1: the finals? Canelio hands in a transfer request,
0: trade request. And so Ross Lyon coaches GWS or Melbourne, then, or oh, if they both miss.
1: I don't know. Maybe it takes uh, the Hawthorne job after. my juice. Oh, uh, but yeah, I just, I just, it beggars belief that you choose the, the game that you know makes or rakes your finals chances to drop to make the statement.
0: The thing is, if they had a one, if they had a one, which they didn't, but it's so easy to say in hindsight. If they had a one, it, and it would have been maybe a master stroke from Leon Cameron,
1: you know. But I don't think so. You don't think it, so? No, not when well, Connor kind of Idens. Having four possessions. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, who's it inspiring? Who's it inspiring well, to um, play better? Obviously no
0: one on the weekend, but I'm just saying if they hadn't lifted, but they didn't lift. I mean, so maybe the only way
1: soon. that uh, – I don't, I don't believe that that inspires the team to do better. In fact, if anything, it, it makes them all feel bad. Yeah. Morale goes down. The captain's been dropped. That just reinforces that you're tr- not travelling well do, as a unit. Do you think they don't drop Jeremy
0: Cameron because he's out of contract and want to keep him?
1: Uh, well, exactly. I don't know. But, I mean, contracts don't mean much these days. That's the point. Stan, Drop Cornelio. Cornelio's got a 7 year deal. He <laughs> says, Well, what, you know, what's this? What does this say about our relationship? It's one of the more, it's a, just this incredible cap- storyline. Club and captain. I love it. It's, well, I don't love it. They've entered I love, into this marriage, for better or for worse. Yeah. I love the,
0: uh, just the drama around it and the fact that they lost and they only just lost as well. It's just unbelievable. Makes <laughs>
1: The more I think about it, the more ridiculous it is.
0: Um, anything else to add? Should we move on? Geelong Richmond, uh, huge game, obviously, round 17. Richmond got the chocolates. Yeah, a bit of a letdown, really. Yeah, obviously, low scoring, I think, it was always going to be that way. Um, I, does it just cement Richmond as premiership favourites for you, JT? Unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. I think uh, Dylan Grimes was XI. I really dislike him a lot but he was excellent. Yeah. Pains me to say.
1: It's workhorses back there. Yeah. Yeah. They're no, I hate it, but yeah, credit to them. They've created a brand that's working. Um, you know, they're, they're selfless. They're not racking up. No guys racking up 40 disposals. Yeah. No one, uh, no one had over close, 20 for Richmond. And that, I just that says a lot um, as much as you dislike them. I think that says a lot about their efficiency and the game plan. And the way they work for each other, so credit to them. It's a good story.
0: Yep. Tom Lynch, little
1: Hammy, uh, sold her out. <laughs> so no one's going to cry. It's their but structure
0: anyway. a little bit, but um, I guess they got this week against the Crows. I think the Crows knock them over, as I said before. <laughs> and they have a bye, and then they'll play their first final against, uh, well, probably Brisbane, which is uh, which is excellent to be honest. That's a Rich Brisbane get an opportunity. Hopefully, things fall that way, and Richmond, uh, Brisbane get an opportunity to kind of. Uh, get back at Richmond after Richmond did a number on them last year. So I think yeah. that, that set
1: up perfectly yep. there. Yeah, some good narratives there, that's for sure.
0: Uh, what else happened this round? Not too much. North Melbourne were horrendous. The Bombers were horrendous. No, nothing's changed. Port, Port were good. Port were good. That. Port were not good. Well, the Bombers were good in the first quarter and Port responded brilliantly, I thought. Yeah. Obviously, Ollie Wines has been in
1: just think sensational so for form. I you know, we know they're fickle and they can be hit and miss, but there's a couple of things that is going really well, and that is Charlie Dixon's imposing. Yeah. Um, and they're getting great service out of, you know, Rockcliffe, Wines and Boak as uh, three sort of the three oldest midfielders, I guess, apart from Ebert, who's on the, on his way out. But, you know, those guys are racking them up. It's allowing the young kids to kind of play unconstrained. And uh, that bodes well for the future, but also they're winning games on the back of it now, so it's great.
0: Yeah, Robbie Gray's looking pretty good as well. I think yeah. they've kind of kept him pretty fresh. Like he hasn't had a huge year, but I think he his workload hasn't been great this year. He yeah. spent a lot of time in the forward fifty, and I think he's he's probably feeling as good as he as he could have done at this stage of any season. So f- for the last however many years, so I just think it was a great contrast um, on Saturday when you're talking about. The, Clubs going in different directions. So Port and, and the Bombers played off, I think, late last year potentially with finals on the line. The Bombers ended up sneaking into the eight, and Port missed. And then this year, it's just been an unbelievable kind of uh, turnaround. Port <laughs> have thoroughly deserved to finish top. Um, obviously, we're not going to, you know, really uh, announce them as the best team in the comp until they prove they can win a couple of finals. Um, I think they've still got a lot to prove but but they deserve to be there and uh yeah hopefully uh you know they'll get a hopefully I, I assume they get the home final at Adelaide Oval. Yeah, I haven't done my research but uh yeah
1: that'll be I see why they wouldn't.
0: That'd be spicy
1: against Geelong as well. Yeah. Uh, that would be sad to see them winning it but it'd be what. a great game. Yeah. So uh but you know they got to they got to win some finals like that to um shed the tag. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah.
0: And a lot of retirements this week, JT. So we started to see some players put their hand up. We yep. saw we mentioned Bryce Gibbs before, yep. uh, Matthew Cruiser, Cade Simpson, Ben Stratton. Today is an interesting
1: one. Uh, yeah, don't understand the Stratton one at all unless he's got another job lined up or he just wants to come back to WA surf for a while. Yep, uh, take a year off maybe. But yeah, these guys like it is strange. Like you, really, I'm sure the AFL life is you know completely. Different to a normal life and it feels like on one hand it might go on forever or you've been doing it forever and you just need a change, but you're so long retired, you know, it's such a short time in your life. It's just such a short time to make good money, particularly when half of these guys have, you know, shit for brains. So yeah, I just I'm surprised they're not maximizing their utility here. But yeah, anyway. I wonder if and I
0: hesitate to mention this because it's probably incredibly disrespectful if it's not true. But I just do wonder if the Hawks wanted to part ways with Stratton and that the, the most respectful way to do so was for him to come out and retire. That way, it's on his own terms. It doesn't look like the Hawks have said to him, you know, we don't want you on the list anymore. Yeah. And then he can sign in the off-season if, yeah. if he feels like it with another club who might be interested. And I just think it works nicely. Uh, I don't think Papalo would have any interest, but I can certainly yeah. see some clubs having interest in Ben Stratton. Wow. He hasn't been great this but, year, but, you know, nah. it's been a, it's been such a strange year. He's not... Yeah. Not super old, and obviously was named captain of a football club for a reason. So, I could see that potentially happening, and maybe that's what's going on behind the scenes. That's my,
1: yeah, it's my theory. Oh, I just, I think he ends up at another side and accepts a role, you know, that's a lesser role. Like for example, you know, he could easily end up at a Richmond, and he's there to back up Dylan Grimes effectively, who's yep. going to knock himself out once or twice in a season anyway. Correct. Um, so he might play five games or he might play 15, depending on injuries. So sign for a contender, you know, uh, have a good last few years of doing that. But I would think that's, uh, that's the way it works for Stratton from here. Yep. There's yeah. no point signing for um, North Melbourne, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah, that's absolutely uh, true. It's pointless. I, I think um, it's great. I was saying to you before, it's great that they're, after tonight's game, is just a couple of days before the last round, gives a few players a chance to come out and make their announcements, and it gives us a few days to celebrate some guys like Cade Simpson and, and, the, and the likes who, who are retiring, um, and they just get that little moment in the sun rather than, you know, just ticking into the next round and before the final start. I think it's great that we get, you know, a few players will get a farewell game this round, and uh, this makes things a little bit more interesting. Um, JT will probably sign off pretty soon. Is there a specific game that you're looking forward to most in round, in, in round 18? Are there any other comments you want to make before we, before we move on?
1: No, not, not really. Uh, you know, the games spread over the weekend all look pretty good for their own stories. The reality is it's a final round of the season, so you, you take what you can get. A lot of fantasy comps will get decided. I actually really like the Collingwood-Port game on the Monday night. Um, it would be good to see Port in the prison bars, but it won't happen, obviously. Yeah, it'll be, uh,
0: it'll be perfect if, if Collingwood happened to lose tonight as well, to be
1: honest, mm-hmm. so love to see Brisbane beat Carlton by 90 points or something like that. <laughs> Lucky Neil have 50 touches. That's great. Uh, apart from that it's, you, know, you know I I don't like the Thursday night game. That's that's the issue. West, West Coast North on the Thursday night. Like it's 5 days from the Collingwood Port game. West Coast will be playing Collingwood or Port probably in yep. that first first week of the finals. So I don't know It just doesn't seem quite right to have the last round even though they'll be a week off. The yeah, last round spread over so, such a big amount, you know.
0: The Thursday and the Monday, yeah, just a, kind of an interesting – they probably could have gone with one. Yeah. Maybe not two. And I think given the week off, I think the Monday works better than the Thursday. Yeah. But um, anyway, JT, we'll sign off. I think uh, we'll probably wait till the season's over before we do our next pod, something before the finals. But uh, yeah. good luck tonight in, with the Gypsies. Good luck in the grand final next week. And, uh, yeah. yeah, we'll be back again at some point soon to uh, – to record another pod. Sounds good, yeah. Easy.